Hello and welcome to Square Dots Podcast. This is episode 4 and today we're going to have a chat with Bernardo from 8000 Kicks. 8000 Kicks makes shoes out of cannabis. Yes, you heard it right. Stick around to learn more about it. So please, uh, Bernardo, can you explain a little bit more about who you are and what is that you do? Hey, how are you, man? Pleasure I'm to doing be great. here. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for having me here, uh, explaining and sharing a little bit about my project. So a little bit about me and the project. So we are uh, we are the, fir- the world's first waterproof hemp shoe. It, it, hemp is something that has been uh, reappearing in the in the last uh, few years. But what is the reality is hemp has actually been together with us since uh, ten thousand years ago. Uh, actually, hemp comes from uh, eight thousand BC, and that's why we are called eight thousand kicks <laughs> because oh. it's from where the first uh, hemp shoe came from. So we decided to uh, honor that heritage. Uh, that's why we call it Thousand Kicks. <laughs> uh, uh, we are probably the number one shoe company that produces shoes made of hemp in the US and uh, in the in Europe as well. We launched a Kickstarter campaign a while ago. We have been growing and uh, launching new products soon. And currently we are uh, sold out. Cool. So what is it that makes your shoes so special? Hemp itself is a very special material. Uh, number one, because it's very difficult to find and it's especially harder to find with good quality. So there is a very few available and if you have to make it, it's, it's even, if you have to find it and make it a, the way you want it, it's even dif- harder. Also, it requires a lot of expertise, which we have been gaining over the last two years to manufacture. Um, and I mean, basically, it's, it's a new material. We are relearning really how to work with it. it itself, it's very special because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Not anymore. I mean, it, it does now, right? Uh, the other thing that makes the shoes very special is the fact that hemp is uh, very durable and also very ecological. So hemp was used in uh, to make uh, one of Ford's car, Henry Ford. He made a car out of hemp and it was so strong that you would uh, bounce an axe. You know, uh, an axe, like you cut wood with it, yeah. you, you bounce an axe at the car and the car wouldn't dent. It, would, uh, it wouldn't get anything. And there is a video wow. on our Instagram showing that. It's, it's amazing. Also, the Portuguese and the Spanish conquerors were like going all around the world with hemp sails and uh, hemp ropes in their ships. So hemp is really strong. Uh, then it's also super ecological. Uh, which means, uh, I mean, it consumes uh, five times less water than uh, than cotton, which is one of the biggest uh, pollutants in the in the world in the fashion industry. The, it consumes, uh, it, it emits like uh, half of the CO2 that uh, polyester does, and a lot less than cotton as well. Uh, it it restores the soils, and it's actually been using in Chernobyl. It, it's uh, it absorbs CO2 from the atmosphere as well. So I mean, it's a really ecological material. It's a really unique and it's a really durable material. So that's a bit. Uh, I mean, our product is special in these three ways, mostly because it uses hemp, but also it has uh, outsoles made from algae. So you have shoes with algae bottom, which makes them super light. And I mean, literally, they weigh less than your phone. <laughs> so uh, that's that's wow. uh, really that's nothing, right? 
yeah. and then they have the world's first hemp insoles as well. Uh, so we're talking about a vegan hemp shoe. It's a plant shoe uh, uh, that is super unique and uh, it's super durable as well, which is hard to find these days. I mean, you can make something ecological, but how long is it going to last? And we, we fixed that problem. Cool. Uh, you mentioned that hemp is hard to source. Where do you, yes. how, how do you source your, your hemp? Okay, that's a very good question. It's, a, it's a, also a complicated one. So we buy it from many countries. Okay, let, let me start even like before that. We, when we started the project, we were looking for hemp all around the world. We bought it from like Canada, United States, Romania, France, Bulgaria, Lithuania, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Nepal, India, Pakistan, wow. Afghanistan, uh, China, Mongolia, Russia. We also bought. It's like we bought from all these countries and it sucks. But uh, then we started noticing a few people had like, okay, these guys have good facilities. They produce good stuff. Let's, uh, we had to redevelop the way we, we, I mean, basically they had to make custom hemp for us. They had to do it exactly the way we wanted them to. And uh, right now we buy from three suppliers, one in France, another one in Romania, and another one in China. And we also starting with uh, to work with uh, some guys in the US and uh, in the Netherlands. So it's a complicated question, but basically it's it's a non-ending job. We're always looking for new suppliers, new people doing cool stuff with hemp. And it's basically a, a struggle. Is it um, what, is it a struggle for like to get new drops? And so right now you're you're out of stock, right? Yes. What's um, why uh, why can't you make more or what's the biggest thing that's I mean, holding you back from making an, another drop? I mean, we already made it. It's, we're just waiting for it to arrive. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. So the thing is, the demand has been pretty uh, interesting. We, we've got people asking for our shoes. And it's it's hard to find and it takes us a lot of time to pull the, the hemp together. So all this lead time, it basically means that we cannot manufacture in big, huge quantities. We have to make it smaller at time. And basically, it takes a, a longer time to, to bring to market. But we already, I mean, we sold a little bit faster than uh, we could manufacture them. So we're scaling things up, getting like trying to step up with demand. And basically that's uh, that's what we're doing. And also COVID makes harder for our logistics to operate. Shippings get delayed, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like fighting all against this these issues. That's why we had to close our website for a few weeks. Oh, okay. So... How how do you get the the idea of uh, let's right? That's a funny question. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very uh, that's a funny story actually, a really funny one. I mean, <laughs> look, go. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's uh, we were all a bit drunk and uh, a bit high. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the reality. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We were like, uh, there's no politically correct here. We were. Uh, it's a uh, it's a crazy idea that. Uh, was born in a moment of craziness when a friend of mine came up with the idea of hey let's make a smokable shoe <laughs> and, and we were like this is stupid this is impossible how can you have such a stupid idea this doesn't make any sense it was five in the morning what else could you expect right yeah <laughs> and, then, 
And then uh, we were like, okay, but uh, no, I was like, I, oh, actually I've seen hemp wallets and hemp bags, hemp backpacks. So, I mean, we can try a hemp, uh, we can try a hemp uh, uh, shoe, why not? And uh, the next day I came back to my grandmother. My grandmother has over 50 years experience in uh, textiles. So I reached out to her and say, hey grandma, can you can you help me do this? And she was very pissed off, telling me <laughs> that, uh, you're gonna get into drugs, you're gonna get into problem. Uh, and she basically she threw me out of the house, not literally, but kind of. Uh, she was very pissed off. She <laughs> <laughs> wanted to throw me out of the house, and then uh, until like I ordered some hemp fabric, I showed her, look, this is actually hemp, this is cannabis. But it's it's good quality. It's fabric. It's not a drug. And then she, I got a trust, and she decided, "How oh, can I help you make this?" Okay, so explain a bit uh, what's the difference between hemp and uh, the actual drug. Okay, uh, I'm glad you asked that because uh, it's part of our daily mission to uh, teach people. And if you check our Instagram, we always posting posting curiosities about it. So hemp. So first, everything is, I mean, hemp is cannabis. Hemp is a subtype of cannabis. It's a sativa uh, branch. Uh, and basically, what we have is an industrial uh, variety of the sativa branch. Uh, so in other words, we have, uh, we, we, pull the, we pull the fiber out of the tree trunk it grows in height instead of like it's optimized to grow taller instead of optimized to grow and to uh to to, to bloom flowers so that you can dry them and smoke it's different variety so as it's so strong it's because the the plant it can reach up to three meters and uh, when you pull the fiber it's a very long fiber cotton is very short the hemp on otherwise the fibers can reach up to three meters and as i was saying as you peel it off the the trunk it makes it very good for this industrial appliances that's we call it industrial hemp you also have hemp oil and hemp uh, hemp like cbd and stuff like that but what we use is hemp uh, for industrial purposes which is completely legal uh in everywhere in the world i mean we sold these shoes to people in saudi arabia in singapore uh these countries are very strict <laughs> and in China as well, there is very strict in terms of drugs, and we don't have any problem at all with this. Uh, with this, because it's it's completely legal. There's no uh, no issues at all. Yeah, which um, is a question that I've seen um, come up on your page uh, quite a few times, which is, will this will they stop me at, at the airport when I'm traveling? <laughs> yes, uh, that's a that's a very funny question. We get asked a lot. Uh, we, we, my answer for them is no, and check our Instagram, you can see a picture of us with the police. <laughs> we gave <laughs> a lot of masks to the police uh, in Portugal, uh, the US as well. Uh, and uh, they, they understand what we're doing. They know it's industrial hemp. They are actually, although there's a lot of communicate like misinformation, uh, the police knows what is industrial hemp. And we never had any problems. I mean, not on everyone in the government knows what is industrial hemp, but the police knows. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say everyone the police knows, but the police officers we have engaged with, they know what we are using. 
and they are they, they make jokes about it and they understand that it's legal and uh, they understand what we're doing is completely fine. So not not a problem at all. Um, what about the souls made of of algae? Can you explain? okay? That's a, yes, that's a yeah. that's a recent development that we launched with the with the new version of shoes. Uh, previously, our shoes were made of recycled rubber, uh, but they were a bit heavy. So we decided, how can we reinvent the way we make the outsoles? How can we change the materials? How can we how can we do something different? So we decided to, instead of using recycled rubber, we decided to use... Uh, this actually came as a, some guys reach out to us and say, hey guys, you want to make uh, the shoes using this material that we're collecting? This company is called Bloom Foam. They collect algae from like uh, small portions of water, like uh, bodies of what like lakes, rivers, but mostly sea, like local beaches. They, I mean, this algae, algal blooms can really damage in the environment. So what we do is we collect, I mean, they collect the algae, they dry it and they send it to our facility where we transform it into uh, algae plastic that we use to make our shoes. The reason why is, I mean, algae is, is very, it's an interesting material. It's also very light. So, I mean, we decided let's make it extra plant, uh, let's make it extra plant shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's put algae into it. And uh, the results were pretty interesting. We're like, oh, this is actually super light. Let's, uh, let's use it, uh, let's use it in a more, let's do it. And let's use it in the shoes. And then we launched it and people were like, wow, this is crazy, this is super light. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was a success. I mean, they're so loud, so I guess people really like the algae as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, how's the process of um, trying to make something out of a new material that you've never worked with? To be honest, it's a, it's, it's a tough question. Uh, I will explain the process not only for algae, but to anything we try out. I mean, uh, in most cases, it's not a straight line. It's, it's a lot of uh, trying and error, and then you discover what works, and you decide if it's a good material or not. We've tried many things before. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't work, so we have to drop it. Uh, the thing is, we are always open. I mean, a lot of companies reach out to us and we just reply and say, let's try it out. If it doesn't work, at least we know it doesn't work. But until we try it, we don't know. Uh, so that's a little bit the perspective here. I mean, we try with algae, but we also try with a lot of things. Uh, so we what, always... What like other things have you... Sorry for interrupting. What other things have you have you tried? And that uh, uh, we tried. We, yeah, we tried mixing rubber with plastic. We've tried. Uh, we've tried recycled plastic. We've tried uh, the recycled rubber, as I, I've said already. We've uh, we've doing experiments with the still with the natural materials like cork, uh, or like sugarcane. Uh, we're doing more with natural light, natural latex. Uh, I mean, it, it's a never-ending process. I can give you a full list of things we have trying, but uh, it takes a long time, and then we have to, to 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 do tests on the product, abrasion tests, which basically means we have to test if the soles perform as as well as expected, and if they have the traction that they need to, if they can walk like twenty thousand uh, steps without having like uh, with, with minimal abrasion on the shoes, like the shoes 
the soles remain intact in a good shape after 20 steps. I mean, uh, we have folding tests, we have uh, uh, scratching tests where we scratch it with a machine to make sure that it lasts for a long time. So, I mean, not all components survive these tests and that's why we we, we have to keep working on, uh, on things to improve it. You can see actually on, on our TikTok and our Reels and Instagram, you can see some of the tests we have been doing over time. Even with hemp, we, we have a machine that the, a press uh, that pushes hemp apart, tears hemp apart to understand how much uh, how much kilos can it hold before tearing apart. So, I mean, all these experiments, I mean, uh, it, it's part of our process of development and that's why it takes us so long to launch something. It needs to be properly done. Otherwise, we see what happens with other companies when customers receive the shoes and after six months, they are completely destroyed. Yeah, I will definitely check out um, uh, your your videos. I'm interested in in watching how how you test your shoes. And uh, what about the steps? Because you mentioned twenty thousand steps. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. How I mean, do you test that? We have a machine that uh, okay. basically folds the shoes uh, twenty thousand times, <laughs> and <laughs> after twenty thousand times, we inspect if the shoe is still in a proper in a proper state or if it's completely destroyed or sometimes in, in the middle, right? But we have to understand, okay, 20 step, 20,000 steps, is this okay or not? And then, uh, and then if it, if yes, then we have a potential material to be used. If not, we have to go back to the drawing board. How do you make your shoes different from other shoes out there other than the hemp? Uh, well, that is basically our biggest differentiation, right? I mean, uh, our shoes are itself, the materials are uh, the biggest differentiation, but also the fact that they are waterproof. And this is something that uh, we wanted to transmit to other companies. It's not just an eco-friendly company. It's a company that focuses on making superior footwear, uh, not, not because they're only ecological, but because they also have superior features. So our shoes are antibacterial and antimicrobial, yeah, I mean, the super light weight is, is also an important feature, but uh, uh, the fact that they are waterproof, they are very anti-slip. Uh, so, I mean, it's like having a, a super shoe that has all the important features you want, but it's also eco-friendly and super durable. It's like what we try to transmit our, our customers are, you're not paying for an eco-friendly shoe, you are paying for a shoe that it was redesigned from the ground up to make hemp great again. Why? Because it's superior not only in terms of features, but because of its eco-friendliness as well. We spend a lot of time making this one shoe that to make sure that it's, it's perfect. I believe this is a question that comes up frequently. How do you make it waterproof? Um, I'm confused about waterproof or splash proof. Okay, uh, that's a good question. So we have both. So they are splash proof in the way that they they have a, uh, a coating and it repels all splashes from the shoe, right? So basically the coating is, is a wax that we develop uh, that is organic. We embed the wax in the, the hemp and when the hemp receives uh, water droplets or dust, basically it repels them. I mean, of course, this, uh, this also is, comes with a, a membrane. That's why we call it waterproof. The membrane protects the shoe from uh, extra... I mean, if you pull a lot of water into the shoe, sometimes some humidity gets in. With this membrane, we, we prevent that from happening. So we have a double... Uh, 
we have a double waterproofing uh, system here. The membrane and the, the coating. That's why we call it splash proof and waterproof. Oh, okay, great. So it's it's both. Yeah, I guess we have to explain better on our communication. <laughs> how does uh, the um, the membrane and the wax affect the, how breathable the shoe is? Okay, that's a very good question. Uh, it does affect a little bit. However, uh, hemp is also uh, temperature regulating. That's why it's used in construction. They are, of course, breathable, but uh, less breathable than a shoe that wouldn't have the membrane. Full transparency here. So if, if you run with them or if you do extremes, I mean, if you sweat a lot with the shoes, I mean, if you use the shoes with, uh, in really warm weather, they might get a little bit too hot. So we normally don't advise using the shoes above like 35 degrees Celsius. It, it's a very versatile pair of shoes, but it doesn't replace, I mean, if you're running, it doesn't replace running shoes and it doesn't replace, uh, replace uh, uh, flip-flops when it's too hot. It doesn't replace uh, uh, winter boots <laughs> as well. So yeah. full full transparency here. It affects a little bit uh, uh, the breathability, but uh, I mean, it's, it's a pair of sneakers. You cannot use them when it's too hot. It will get your feet a little bit too hot. Well, I mean, 35 degrees, uh, at least uh, to me, that's very hot. No. <laughs> yes, that's that's correct. I mean, uh, <laughs> with that temperature, I mean, but you're from Spain and I'm originally from Portugal as well. So as you can imagine, that temperature is pretty much every summer. Yeah. So, yeah, so it happens. And when that happens, you just use a pair of flip-flops or sandals or uh, something lighter. Exactly. Or you just don't get out of home. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so you are based in the US, right? Or or in Portugal? Yes, both. Uh, we are a Portuguese-American company. Okay. I am currently doing this podcast from Portugal because, uh, well, uh, we're kind of stuck here. <laughs> <laughs> but we have uh, we have team in, uh, in the US as well, so we work with uh, in both ways. Yeah, because um, I was... Uh, initially, I thought you maybe you were shipping from Portugal, and I was surprised by your shipping times. But are you manu are you manufacturing in the U.S. or China or okay. Portugal? Where are you manufacturing? We manufacture in Portugal and China, and then we have a fulfillment center in Portugal and one in the U.S. U.S. Which means okay. that if you are in Spain, we ship you from Portugal within uh, in two three days. You have your product. And if you are in the US, we also have a fulfillment center in California and we ship as well very fast. Like if you are in California, you get it in 24 hours, 48 hours. If you are in Florida, you might have to wait like a week. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you well, express shipping, of course. A week is, is not a long time. I mean, okay, that I, is probably I, with me. <laughs> I, I think uh, when people think about, um, well, shipping and shopping online, um, more than a week, they uh, they start to think it's maybe too long. What were some of the biggest uh, challenges you faced in the whole process? I mean, definitely the uh, harder one was to supply hemp, to get hemp in decent amounts and good quality. Uh, that was a big struggle. Eventually, we found the good partners that helped us make this happen. Until we found it, it was uh, complicated. Yeah. 
Um, so I would say one final question: What would you advise someone that uh, wants to start their own their own company or like a shoe brand, whatever? Whatever. I mean, mm. uh, it's the best advice that I would give them. It, it's prepare for the worst because it's really a bumpy ride. And uh, to be honest, at this point, I'm like. I don't know what else could happen to us. I mean, I really have some crazy stories uh, of with, with I mean, everything. I mean, uh, I mean, financial problems that you have to overcome. Suddenly, you don't have money. You have production. You have delays. You have COVID. You have uh, the custom gets your hand because they think you're trafficking drugs. Uh, it's it's crazy. And then financial problems don't help. Uh, people have less money, demand for shoes has been reduced. I mean, but I would say the best advice is perseverance. You are going to fail. You are going to fail really hard. But uh, you have to you have to understand that before you start so that when you are halfway through the process and things are going terribly wrong, you are able to say, okay, this is just supposed to be like this. It's because things went horribly wrong many times with us. And I mean, really terribly wrong. Uh, we were many times close to closing our uh, uh, company and we're just two years old. So, I mean, it, it really, it's really complicated to, to start a company. So perseverance, it's like just take one step at a time, guaranteeing things are good, continue working, continue doing your job and, uh, and fighting. That's it. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. See you next Friday.